This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com This week we have the schus of Lady Parsha Kiseitse. In the beginning of Parsha Kiseitse, we have the Parsha of the Allahs of a Benzer a rebellious child. What's a rebellious child? Someone between the age of 13 and 13 and 3 months. He steals some meat and wine from his parents and he eats it and he drinks it. For that he's killed. So, Rashi brings from the Gemara, Hegiyah's terror to save Date. The terror goes, tells him what's going to happen at the end. In order to keep up his habit, he's going to go and steal everything from his parents. And then there's nothing left to steal. He's going to go to the crossroads and mug people and steal from them. And ultimately he will kill, he will kill people. Better that he dies innocent than to later die guilty. And therefore the terror says he should be killed now. Nidan al-Shem Saifai. Interesting, there are many, many requirements for a child, a, a 13-year-old, between 13 and 3 months, to become, to be qualified for Ben Sayyid For example, the meat has to be partially cooked. It can't be fully cooked, it can't be raw. It has to be meat, not chicken. The parents cannot be blind or deaf or mute or missing a limb. The food and drink has to be eaten together with a bunch of like-minded, unproductive people. If there's a whole group of unproductive people doing this, and one of them, however, is a productive person, then this boy can't be can't be qualified for it. He's disqualified as well. Indeed, the Gemara tells us that there never was and there never will be a Ben Sayyid So the Gemara says, that's the case for Why is it written? Answers the Gemara, Lidraish the Kabbalah to learn it, and to get reward. Which means that the terror is meant for us to learn. Certain parts of the terror we can do, and what we can't do, we learn anyways, because that is a mitzvah to learn terror. Other Mepharshans explain a little differently. They explain it as follows, that the reason why the terror is giving us these alachas is dreish, which means learn about all these alachas, learn about what makes somebody to, to become a ben Sarah and don't do those, and then you'll get schar. The schar will be that your child will not be like that. You will have a wonderful child. And certain things, they are so impossible to happen, that that shows us that it's impossible. For example, Let's say the father says, we're bringing him to Bezdin because he's a Ben Saramayra. The mother doesn't want, let's say. Or, The other way around, the father doesn't want, the mother doesn't want. In an Asif and Why not? Because one of them doesn't want. Only Achiyush name writes it. If both of them want, then they can bring it to Vezdin for a Ben And on this, a verse explains an amazing thing. He says, the Apostle tells us, Einenu Shemea Kelenu. He won't listen to our voice. And that the Gemara says, well, that's impossible for the father and the mother to have the same voice. The Loma Nechta, the Gemara says again, Dreish with Kabbalah You're right, it's impossible. Learn from it, and you'll get reward for that. On this explains of Hirsch, what does it mean their voices are not the same? It means they didn't give the same messages to their child. The mother would say, this is important, the father would say, that's important. The mother would say, you don't have to do this, the father would say, you have to. Or vice versa, the father would say, you don't have to do this, the mother would say, you would have to. He would get mixed messages. The voices were not the same. Explains of Hirsch, because the voices were not the same, therefore this child didn't know what to do. He got mixed messages. 
Furthermore, it says of hers, one of the things that a parent has to do when they bring the child to Bezalel, they have to say, we did everything we were supposed to do. What can we do? The child's a bad seed. It's a rotten seed, this child. And therefore, he has to be dealt with. But we did everything we have to do. It explains of Hirsch, that itself disqualifies the child. That itself, if the parents can bring their child to Bezalel and say, we did everything we are supposed to do. This child is a rotten seed, which means the parents gave up on the child. If a parent gives up on a child, what chance does a child have to succeed? That itself, explains of Hirsch, is what disqualifies the child of being a Ben Sayyamara. If both parents are ready to give up on him, that itself doesn't give the chance for the child to succeed. About six years ago, the Roshiva Vishiv Farakwe, Ravaran Brofen was Nifter. And of all the wonderful things his Talmudim would say about the Vanal, Ravaran Brofen, they would all speak about the love he had for each Talmud, for each student. And it was known he cared about each one individually, and he worked with each one. And when a Talmud would get in trouble, so he would work with them as well. If it ever happened, you know, you have so many Talmudim, if it ever happened, someone has to be expelled from the yeshiva, he would never just expel them. He would find him another yeshiva to go to. Well, one time, there was a bacher in high school who did something really, really inappropriate, and it wasn't the first time, and Rabrafen spoke to him a few times, and this time he did something that he felt there was no other choice, he had to be expelled from yeshiva. So Rabrafen called down the parents, they came down, they had a meeting, and Rabrafen explained to the parents what their child did and why he feels they need to be, he needs to be expelled. The parents heard this, they realized the gravity and the seriousness of what the child did, they nodded their heads and they said, okay, we, we hear what you're saying, we're going to have to go and find him in yeshiva. And then Avrafen looks at them and says, do me a favor, if you can please leave the office. I need I need a few minutes to think about something. They didn't know what was going on. So they got up, they left the office. A few minutes later, he gets up, he opens the door and he calls them back in. They sit down again and he tells them, I changed my mind, I decided that this issue was a good place for him. We can work with him. We have a program, we can work it out. He doesn't have to go. The parents are this, they thanked him and they, they left. Well, later, this Talmud's Rebbe came over to Rav and says, I don't understand. I thought we spoke about this and you said, there's nothing left that the yeshiva can do for him. So Rav said, you're right, that's what we did decide. But when I was speaking to these parents and I told them what their child did and they agreed with me, they didn't put up any defense for their child. They didn't argue in his defense. And I thought to myself, how could somebody go through life without anybody defending him, without anybody advocating for him? His own parents gave up on him. If his own parents gave up for him, I have to go and take responsibility for him. And that's why he's going to stay here in Yeshiva. What a tremendous lesson that we can never ever give up on our child. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.